This is the Mind Your Business podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. My name is Matt Williams. I run an accountancy business called Cypher and I'm joined as ever by my brother in arms, Alan Clark from Exponential Coaching. And Alan, are you having a good week? I'm having a great week. How's your week been? I'm having a very good week too, Matt. Yeah, even though it's pouring of rain outside, I am full of energy and tons of conversations. So going well, going well. Excellent. This is brilliant. And I, 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 my week started on Sunday morning at seven o'clock in the office on Sunday morning. That wouldn't be how you would think of that would be a good start to the week but it's brilliant because i i put into place some action points from from our podcast really i found myself a clearing so that i could basically plan the next three years of our business before we do a, a kind of team building one and it's brilliant and I'm, i was sitting there all the way there with that kind of this is brilliant i've got the cl- a literal clearing you know nice empty office mindset right business planning head on and i tell you what it was such a productive couple of hours it was brilliant and uh yeah so there you go big props to you for introducing me to this concept so where are we this is episode what 32 33 33 it's crazy um we were just talking about one of our one of our listeners who's training for the marathon uh, i think you want to give him a shout out but he's listened to us whilst training and we looked at that's half an hour episode. That's over like nearly 15 plus hours of me and you talking about business and mindset, which is just amazing to me. I, I know. And um, he is another Matt as well. Matt Crump, shout out, uh, runs, uh, owns a cloud technology business. But he did it the, the last three weeks, training for the London Marathon. You and I, he says to me today to say hello to you. He feels he knows you very well. Uh, and he's still very upbeat, even though he's listened to over 14 hours of you and I. So there you go. Amazing. Well, what, a few weeks to the marathon, yeah, isn't it? So we wish you all the best, Matt, with that. So we better actually start the podcast properly, Alan. And listen. Yeah, that's what our listeners are here for. So what are we talking about this week? Okay, so I had a mini clearing of my own. It, certainly, it wasn't as long as yours, but I was out with the dog a few days ago in a field. And what really came to me strongly was, is it all about growing? And where does strengthening play? So to put it a different way, I want to talk about strengthening a business versus growing a business and arguably strengthening is even more important than growing. We hear about growing a business, million ways to grow a business. It's all about growing a business. I want to talk about strengthening a business as a more optimal way forward. This this is brilliant. I'm all over this because you're right. So many business owners focus on top line. That's how they that's how they consider the business is growing, right? Unless your revenue and your sales are going up, a lot of business owners oh haven't grown this year because my revenue stayed or flatlined or dipped a bit. Now I get that, that hundred and that's often how I look at my business, right? It's how most business owners are taught to 
read a set of accounts, right? Business growth is always defined as revenue increased this year over last year or this month over last month. But actually, if you look, if you wind it all the way back to what's, a, what's the business for, what's the point of it? Often it is to generate wealth for the business owners. So if you manage to tweak the business in other ways, revenues flatlined, but you've taken more out of the business or you've made more profit or however, I think in your definition, you're going to class that as strengthening. But I think that's growing as well, right? I think fundamentally, we should be talking about growing bottom line rather than top line. But the default position of everybody is, is my business growing? Let's go straight to sales and see if it's over last month. So there you go. That's where I am on this. But I think this is a cracking subject. So if you, as a coach, you must have... I imagine, and I, I imagine this, and you may tell me I'm wrong, actually, but based on the conversations that we have when you coach me, business owners telling you their mood is governed by whether their business is growing or not, and their growth is all based on revenue. Is that is that the default position in the conversations you have? That, that, that's a pretty general picture. That's a pretty general picture, and um, which is which is right and proper, and money needs to be a huge part of it wealth needs to be a, a huge part of it of course it does of course it does however i i think a lot of things have um i've been reflecting on a lot of things and even the concept of growing a business versus strengthening a business i think there's inherent pressure we put on ourselves when we talk about we need to grow we need to grow need more clients what's the pipeline like etc 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 we need to grow if we started to think more about we need to strengthen or we could strengthen i find i don't think that's got the same anxiety the same pressure um it's more empowering I, and strengthening is very much about looking within. So then I could start to say, okay, I want to strengthen my cash flow. I want to strengthen my cash flow. I want to look at the systems around my cash flow. I want to look at my terms and conditions around my cash flow. And I can strengthen my cash flow. You know, I, I, and that's just one aspect. I can strengthen my customer communication i can i can strengthen my service i can i can strengthen my leadership my people development now of course by strengthening your business and and having it stronger i'll argue that you will grow anyway because it's a it's a stronger better version of the business more attractive to people um, and therefore growth will come that way but it's not coming fantastic for was it mr stretch or something like that and he goes away out uh so he grows brilliant but he's all floppy you know and 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 that's one way of doing it but imagine you could you could grow absolutely but but you're strong the business is strong so i want i want to talk about strengthening a business as i i and and absolutely you can you the growth will come, but let's start talking more about making ourselves stronger, making our businesses stronger, rather than this in, in essence of, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say, that this real attachment to growth at all costs. Yeah. I mean, there is a, 
I think it's an action coach saying, and it may not be, and it may just be something that I've heard various action coaches say, but there's this, I know I hear a lot of networking events, a business, if a business isn't growing, it's dying. And that's, so that's completely polar opposite of what you've just said there. Yeah. But that is, you know, there are certainly a massive school of thought where that is the key point, right? You grow or you die. Now, I, I think where I am with this is you say strengthening. I, I look at it more as consolidating. And now we're maybe just splitting semantics here, but I think every business should, after a period of sustained growth, take the foot off the gas and consolidate. And this plays into your, your strengthening and you can grow you can you can grow everything other than your top line through this process so you grow rapidly you switch the marketing on you get the business development coming in you push the business on and whilst that's happening and you're in a period of like extreme growth lots of fluff will come into the system lots of noise will appear in the business because you haven't got time as the business owner and the management team to do anything other than deal with the growth, onboard the new customers, ship the product that, you know, build the build, whatever it is you're doing, you're delivering, you're all about selling and delivery and everything else just appears. And, you know, if you need to buy something, some software to deliver this, you buy the software. You don't, you can't sit and take considered decisions because everything's coming at you hundred miles an hour. And once you've got through that and you've scaled the team and you scaled the product, you know, your ability to handle, um the new customers and deliver the product then you need a period of at least i would say 50 percent of the time that you would spend growing so if you're growing for six months then consolidate for three months and actually you can go through your new systems and your new people make sure they're bedded in make sure that you've not just you know you're not buying a load of you're spending a load of money on software you don't need or marketing that's not effective or whatever's happening because you know, if you're if you're you switch on your marketing and it and fifty percent of it is effective, because it's that fifty percent is effective and you're growing, you lose sight of the the money you're spending that's not effective because you you're just growing, right? You're not sitting and considering. So I think we talk to business owners a lot about this, but once you've gone through a period of growth, you then need to sit, take a step back, and you can strengthen and grow your bottom line. Then so you're growing your top line. Now we need to look at our bottom line and that may be looking at margin and making sure that we're, you know, we're not offering sales at a discount to get new customers in, you know, and then we need to make sure that we're not loss leading all the way for that customer's life cycle. It may well be that we've taken on a load of overhead that we can now look and, you know, rationalize and make sure it's right for the business. And so you kind of, you grow your business from both ends. Then you grow the top line in a period of, significant growth where there's a lot of stress and noise and then you strengthen consolidate call it what you will and then hopefully that affects the bottom line um and if you don't do that if you don't take those steps and if you you know if you grow for a continual period then then you're risking you're risking a lot more in your business because you know i i've seen lots of businesses i'm sure you have as well where you grow and grow and grow and grow and you think everything's rosy and then you run out of cash always happens right you've got to be mindful of that at all times 
that you're you don't grow for the sake of it and that you give yourself periods of rest where you switch off the growth and and try and just rationalize what you've got so there you go have you got any examples of business owners you've, you've worked with that have spent you know considerable time strengthening rather than growing i i don't think it's i don't think i can give you a clear example of that just just, just in response to your question i do think that there is quite a lot of unconscious strengthening or um yeah that we, we want to develop our business so business development and strengthening there's there's a lot of growth and strengthening in in together but going back to your going back to the comment you said uh, about five minutes ago about if you're not growing you're dying i i i categorically don't agree with that actually and I'm delighted, and this is why our podcasts are starting to become really popular because people get insights from what we're saying. But that statement, I just, I just feels it feel is intrinsic with pressure that doesn't need to be in there. If I'm not growing, I'm dying. I can understand it, and it's a call to action. And um, yeah, I get it, but I don't agree with it. Um, I. I do know of businesses now that are, I like your word consolidate. I wouldn't have used that, but I, in the context you've used it with, I get it. And, and I think it's similar to where I'm coming from in terms of strengthening. We've reached a certain part of our business. Let's start to really look at the makeup of our business. Let's look at the operations. Let's look at the sales. Let's look at the marketing. Let's look at our cash flow. Let's look at our people. Let's look at our leadership. Um, we talk a lot in, together, and, and I've mentioned in this podcast about client astonishment, for example. For me, that's that's a, a very helpful thing, um, as we, we are we are improving our business. We are getting better and better to always astonish our clients. Now that is strengthening. You know, you're, you're strengthening your your communications, you're strengthening your technical ability, your attitude and your behaviors to absolutely delight your your clients. But we're not necessarily talking about growth. You know, that there is an intrinsic expectation or assumption that if you are delighting your clients, then you are going to grow. Brilliant. But the focus is on delight, delighting your clients versus growing. I 100% agree with that. That is how we've grown our business. Right, we focused, especially in the early days, but I think a lot of very early stage businesses have have a huge pressure to grow. We had in our in our business because we had a load of costs. We built the team that we needed. Yeah, the, the team we've got now is perfect for the size of business we are. When we started, we were short a couple of grand a month, but like we had to get out and we had to sell mm. to fill this capacity. And then we ended up in this cycle, and we've talked about this a few times on this pod, so I'm not going to labour the point, but we were always in a cycle of taking someone new on to deal with the capacity, which then created pressure to grow. And it's only now, two and a bit years in, that I'm finally out from that. And now we are in a period of strengthening, I would say. We have turned off our marketing. We are still growing in terms of top line because 
we've now got a critical mass of clients that are consistently you know referring us to colleagues but the pressure to grow has come off we are focusing now very much on strengthening other areas of our business um but for the first two years we couldn't do anything but grow if we hadn't have grown we wouldn't be here now and i think that's the that's the pressure that is on early stage business owners often people that have never run businesses before and so the danger then is that in two years three years four years time all they've ever known is growing and they're either burnt out or they they don't realize that there is another way um i've got a story of this i took on a client seven years ago so at the old business took a client on and his revenue had gone up by about 60 70 grand every year and he was approaching a million pound business. Um, but his margin, had so the amount he made per pound that he sold is dipping every year. Every year it's coming down by five, six percent. And I remember sitting and saying, what, you know, what's happening here? He said, well, we can't take on any more people. We haven't got capacity in our business. We haven't got room for them. We haven't got machinery for them. So we have to sub out every bit of work that comes in now. And every time it comes in, we have to find other subcontractors because we filled up the two or the three or the four that we were using and suddenly we're on to ones that aren't as good or more expensive or further away and so our margin comes down and we got to the point where we looked at it and realized that that for about the last three years he was adding he was adding extra revenue but all it was doing was creating him more stress and very little bottom line and so the first thing we did was was forecast with him, if you took out this 300 grand of extra sales you've made over the last three and a half years and start saying no, what can you do? And there's two things you can do. This is all about strengthening now. So the two things he did was jettison a load of stress because this, this work that was being done by people further away or not as skilled or more expensive was causing him more distress. All the clients' issues were with those less than class you know grade a clients and then what he did was raise his prices for the work that he could deliver in-house and with his two best subcontractors and what we ended up doing was knocking three hundred thousand off his revenue about a day a week out of his life in terms of being in the office and created him about an extra 35k net profit right that I, I am delighted you've shared that story, you know, and anyone listening to that can learn from that story. And that's exactly what I mean by strengthening, you know, in, in, and I'm not saying, cause I don't, I don't know the person you're talking about. don't know the business, but in this rapid growth, what was happening was that the business itself was becoming the opposite of strong. It was becoming weaker and weaker and weaker and more dependent on an ever increasing um, pool of subcontractors who were getting further and further away of of the astonishment of of the original business, and and what you've done there is um, sat with it and through a conversation you've you've strengthened that business again to the point that the cash flow and the profit. Are in much better shape, and that's that's a fantastic example. So, in in that example, I would I would go as far as saying, growing was dying, 
you know now i'm only doing that to be controversial because this is a podcast but do you know what i mean that 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 business was getting sicker and weaker and so was the business owner you know you could see it's taking its toll on him of course because um, i had exa- a similar conversation with a, a business owner this morning in a session i'm talking about cash flow and and i know you've seen this so many times um waking up in the middle of the night worries there cash flow and actually great news is we could do something about that today but by get, getting stronger around the systems of, of invoicing you know and that worry goes away great happy days but that that's what i mean that that's a fantastic example um, I'm not anti-growth. I'd be out of business if I was anti-growth. I'm a business coach and a leader coach. I guess where I'm saying here is that I find strengthening ourselves and our businesses so empowering within our own circle of influence and growth will come because of that. 100%. And the other thing, taking a step back from bringing in new business, I mean, this this doesn't apply to certain industries right where you're transactional and your clients come spend once disappear but anything where you have a returning customer base there's a lot to be said for i'm not sure you can hear that my wife's running taps in the room right next to us so we'll cut this bit out um so anyone that's got a business where you've got recurring customers if you get your focus away from bringing in new business new business new business you can focus on serving your customers better and therefore upselling to people that already like your brand, already like your people, already like your product, but may not know that you sell product Y as well as product X. And so taking that step back from chasing the new pound and focusing on delighting your customers and upselling them is a really easy win. It's, I think it's growing, but it's growing through strengthening, like you just said. It's, it's, it's interesting because I'm reflecting on the, the purpose of this podcast as well. Right. Um, Mind Your Business podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs. And looking back at our episodes, you, all the episodes, you could say that that is, is all about strengthening. So I'm having a bit of a shift on how I'm viewing a paradigm shift, maybe how I'm viewing uh, business and um, growing business and actually putting uh, an ex- an explicit focus on strengthening. So that, and, I, and I'm thinking about this podcast and how we are helping people and and actually in our conversations, the, the, the insights that are coming up are, are all about strengthening, improving, strengthening, improving. Um, not all of the, the uh, clearly there's other stuff going on, but at its core, I think this is what we are doing. I agree. And I think that is the best place to grow th- go from, isn't it? If you know you've got capacity, you know you can delight your customers, you know your product's sound, you know your systems to onboard and look after them and then build them and take the cash, all of that is sound. If that's the case, then then growing the business should be straightforward. You just need to get out in front of more people, and that's where effective marketing cuts in. But until you're there, you can be 7 out of 10 on any of those areas, and your business can grow successfully. 
But if you can get to nine out of 10 in all of those areas, then your business will grow exponentially without without you needing to turn the handle on the marketing particularly hard because every customer you take on is then delighted to the point where they will talk to everyone else. They're all raving fans and they're raving fans instantly. Um, okay, so do you think there's a danger? This is something I was considering the other day. So if you've got a business, you know, if, if you're anywhere on social media, you will have business owners in your network that that from the outside in look like they are smashing life, right? Everyone sees them. They'll be in your industry or they'll be in your close network or in your town. And all you see on LinkedIn is them posting about new clients and their business is growing and it's all guns blazing, right? If you're one of those people and suddenly you switch your marketing off because you are in a period of strengthening, is there a bit of reputational work you need to do to make sure that people can still see that you're not that they're not on this um that he's not growing so now for, therefore he's dying or she's you know something's obviously gone wrong because she's disappeared from social media when she was the queen of it do you think that needs to be managed would you would you advocate that people talk are open about this yeah, I, I think that's exactly how I would, that not I think that's exactly how I was going to answer it. It's in openness and in transparency. You know, the posts change from um another new client, another new client, and so delighted with working with this new client, this new client, to a different rhetoric, a different a different context. A context of I, I'm loving my work. And our service is getting better and better. Here's a testimonial. I love what I'm doing. But maybe not every day or every hour. Maybe the frequency goes down a wee bit and, and the context shifts. But, yeah, I, I think you're right. If you've been communicating in a certain way for a long time, then in essence, that's part of your brand. Therefore, I, I, I change in communication for, for sure. Um, that's relatively easy to do isn't it and and it is being open and transparent i mean i, I yeah it, i mean i i introduced myself or have done for the last two years as the fastest to grow in the fastest growing accountancy firm in oxford and i i think we probably just about still are but actually we are focusing now not on the growth but on, or on more organic growth and so it's slowed down a bit and we're a bit picky about who we choose so maybe i need to move the, the you know the, fa the fastest strengthening or the yeah but that's where i need to re rework my message yeah. now but you're 100 you're right comes back to being transparent and stuff doesn't it, it it's being treating your customers mm. as intelligent grown-up humans and being open and honest they know they're running a business generally the same as you are so they need to know that you're in it for the long haul and your business is strong. That would give me that good feeling that, you know what, these guys are here with us on the same journey. I, I absolutely. I I think uh, we've said. I've I, you know I'm a massive fan of this, but if if your business continually delivers the highest quality of service. You're always, always, all things being equal, going to have a business. And arguably, 
um, going to be at the, the the top end of your industry in terms of performance. And and for you to create an ever increasing, wonderful, exceptional service, you need to be strong. Business needs yeah. to be strong. As soon as that that example of of the 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 client service delivery drops, your your business is becoming weaker. Now it might have been growing, it might have been up a hundred percent. That might be why the client service is dropping, because actually there is there's too much demand for the resource that you've got. And and I and we, we we've had lots of conversations about that too, but for me. In this conversation, I, I would say to any business, and I do take your point about initial startups and growth. So I, I absolutely, that's a real thing. And, and therefore, a strategy to, 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 to deliver that growth in a, a strong manner would, would be optimal, wouldn't it? But I'm, I'm at the mind now to put my heart and soul into strengthening my own business and my own everything about that. And that's my role in terms of being a business coach, and the growth will follow. I think a lot of a lot of the role of an effective business coach is to help strengthen, isn't it? It's to get back and, and get the business owner focused on more than the the big ticket, you know, things that everyone's looking at anyway. You're always looking at your revenue, right? So, okay. Well, look, we're a bang on half an hour, and it feels like we've covered a lot of a lot of ground, but in a very tight subject matter, which is rare for us. We normally go, you know, rambling on about five or six different things in a very broad subject. So I've liked this. Maybe we're strengthening, Alan, as we grow. Um, have you got any final final nuggets you want to share? Yeah, I do. I I would challenge anyone listening to this podcast right now that as of tomorrow, get clearer and clearer into the strengthening game and start strengthening elements of their business right now. Because you you sat there, if you sat there with a whiteboard and a pen, you, you could fill an hour, no problem at all, with opportunities to strengthen. And all these opportunities will flow through to making your business stronger and, and having yourself better and your business better, which ultimately will equal a, a higher performing business, bottom line, top line, and longevity. So really start to think about your business today through the lens of strengthening it and see what's possible. Yeah, and, and I would say there's three areas to focus on. So when you're making a decision on, is this strengthening my business or not? And I would argue, go through your entire, every everything from, from client onboarding to delivery and look at every, time, every touch point with either a customer or a supplier. And then ask yourself three questions. Does this either strengthen my top line? So is it growing our revenue? Does it strengthen my bottom line? Or does it strengthen my personal well-being? Because each one has three impacts. It'll, it'll be something to do with revenue. It'll be a cost that you need to rationalise whether you need it or not, or whether you can change plans with that supplier or anything else. Because we went through this in our business. You know what you save? I was saying to uh, a colleague today, we saved, you know, 
38 pound a month on something that we weren't using and she's like oh well, that's only 38 pound a month but that's you know 500 pound a year that goes straight onto my bottom line so it goes straight into mine and my wife's pocket effectively why wouldn't you know if someone said well you can get yourself 500 quid you would do it wouldn't you that's how you've got to look at it and then the third one is it there are you paying i don't know the 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 virtual pa right 120 pound a month so you'll have a look at that and say well that's that's 120 but that's you know 13 1400 pound a year i could save but is that getting you saturday mornings to watch the kids play football or whatever that's the other way you need to focus and and rationalize every cost in your business and if you look at it, those three that's a, a good starting point to look at just a simple strengthening the financial side of your business the systems the marketing all of that you can look at separately but there you go look we've now managed to go from being well under time to bang on time so i'm going to leave it there um and yeah we will be back next week with with some more podcast gold as ever if you've liked what you've heard do shout the word out we've had loads of people recently that just been telling their friends about us by the sounds of it that's all we get is oh, i told my mate john and he's been listening and he's and you know what that is fantastic to us it helps us grow the podcast um but but yeah that's that's where we are really let's let's let everyone go and go about and start strengthening their business alan so i will say goodbye from me and it's goodbye from alan goodbye this is the mind your business podcast